0: What's up cool saved chicks, it's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets!
1: Secrets! Hi ladies, what's up? What's up girls? What's up, what's up?
0: (laughs) What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, (laughs) what's
2: up, what's up? What's up, what's up? What's up,
1: what's up, what's up? (laughs) up? Saints? What's What's up, what's up? (laughs) The church Hallelujah. Right. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> All right, guys. So I um I wrote in our group chat uh that I was studying or having my personal Bible studies at, as I do frequently. And I was reading this one thing that I saw within the Bible app um that was talking about being and happy. It, it was through like a specific
0: like reading plan. Yeah, it was through a reading plan. Okay. So it was um, a person. Who wrote it?
1: Uh, I don't know. I can tell you in a minute. Hold on. A
0: minute. No, no, no. I don't know another oh, person's okay. name, but I'm saying it was like a plan written by like a person or something.
1: Um, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it was a plan. No, a it's not. It's not. It's not written by a person. Mm. It's just a plan they have on there. But um, <laughs> <laughs> somebody had to write. Oh it well, yeah, I mean somebody wrote it. but It was mean, an organization. It's not, it's not like you know how you have some ministers that sponsor the plan. Like this was written by Michael Todd, or this was written gotcha. by Elevation Church. Like you didn't get that. It's just like this was written. Mm. So um, okay. And it's it, if you guys want to check it out, it's called the Nine Common Lies Christians Shane Pruitt. Oh, <laughs> I need to read. <laughs> 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 well that was in fine writing thank you (laughs) nobody wrote it nobody at all wrote it (laughs) no well he just yeah maybe the lord manifests that Shane Pruitt right there but I didn't see that but anyway really Shane
2: Pruitt
1: um Shane Pruitt wrote in this plan that um your happiness isn't God's priority so when I read that I was like what like nah like God God prioritized my happiness and um, it just made me think. And I love reading things that um, make, make me think or make me dig deeper. Mm-hmm. And that literally became my Bible study for that day. It's like, is my happiness God's priority? Um, and I asked y'all that question. I said, I think this gonna be a really nice topic for us to talk about on air. It, does God prioritize our happiness or do we just prioritize our happiness? Um, And so, first of all, I want to ask y'all that question. Do y'all think that God prioritizes our happiness? I'm going to say no, but I'm going to let y'all go before. Okay. <laughs> you win. <laughs> I,
3: I'm
0: going to say no, but I'm going to let y'all go. Before
3: I dig deep in there is what I'm saying.
0: Okay. Um, I I don't know, honestly. Mm. I think, like, when I hear it, I'm like, the first thing that comes to mind, my little analytical brain is like, well, how do we define happiness? <laughs> that, I'm glad you asked. Mm. Um, and so, like, in my mind, I would define happiness as like a state of being based on current circumstances. Okay. Um and so if I'm thinking about like does God care about my current circumstances and how that causes me to feel? I think that he cares about it, but is it his priority? I don't know. Because I guess in my mind it's like God knows that my current circumstances and how I feel about my current circumstances right now may is going to change because he knows the end from the beginning. So right. he knows where I'm I'm going, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like, you know what? I'm not prioritizing this right now just because I know this isn't where you're staying. Right. I'm prioritizing where I'm trying to get you to go. So it's like, I don't know. I'm open to like other perspectives and digging deeper into it on the episode for sure.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ayana? Do you think God prioritizes our happiness?
2: It's funny because I'm, I'm thinking similar to Charde, And then like when when i don't know the statement is coming differently to me like does god prioritize our happiness mm. meaning like <sighs>
1: you're still taking it in yeah okay i, I can't I, explain yeah I, was trying, trying, and I can understand i was trying that. to explain it because no, like at first when she said i'm
3: like duh of course he does but when i had to like sit and meditate it. with yeah. it i was like "Ooh, okay yeah. lord
0: so yeah. this is this is a quote for, oh i
1: was gonna, gonna, gonna say because
0: as ayana was saying it i felt like prioritizing means like our happiness is at the top of his list right mm-hmm. not tell you so that it doesn't it's matter the, it's on the top like right somewhere. that it's on the top because mm-hmm. and then i guess i started thinking about god can care about something but not prioritize it like i can care about something yeah but it isn't my priority so it's like i care about taking zoe for a walk but it ain't my priority to take zoe for a walk right so it's like i care so it's like if you're not happy i care about it but it's not at the top of my list of things to do where you're concerned yeah
2: and yeah. then and then the thing is it's like God can't do anything. Like, he's already done it. Like, if you get what I'm saying, like, like let's say if you're unhappy, God can't come down and sit next to you and be like, hey, right. be happy. Be happy. Right. Like, our happiness is up to us.
1: So I'm glad you said that. Go ahead. I'm so glad. This is you so said good. Yeah. I know. See, it's making See? me think. Like, Look at my brain. I know. But thank you are right thinking. Yeah, now. that's right.
2: why I'm like trying to like say it. I'm properly. sure the sisters in their
1: cars are in their homes thinking as well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there was a quote from the plan that says the world's idea of happiness is directly tied to circumstances. Yep. If our circumstances are favorable, then we're happy. If not, then we're not.
2: Mm.
3: But then
1: it says God desires us to experience joy. Joy. Yes. That's my
3: okay. Okay. Before you go anywhere, before you go anywhere,
1: I was thinking about it. I was thinking about the fruit of the spirit because
3: whenever you said it initially, I was like, Yeah, he want me to be happy. Why would he want me to be happy? But I thought one, um, that's just self righteous or just just all about me mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. one perspective. And then I, when I think about how he wants us to be and what he tells us, it says joy. Joy mm. is the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. As a result, you are happy. Mm. You know what I mean. But happiness. The Bible doesn't say that I shall be happy. There's nothing in there. I looked, you know. (laughs) I did? I I did. Because it really was perplexing me. Yeah. It it did. Me as well. (laughs) I was really kind of like, okay, Lord. But he showed me, too, that would then mean that he is held responsible and accountable for the things that, like, kind of make us happy when we have free will. You're yeah. going to be negatively impacted by people's circumstances change all the time that not necessarily make you happy. Yeah. Right. We talk before we get on this mic about a lot of things yeah, <laughs> that yeah. happen in our personal lives yeah. that do not make us happy. Yeah. Yeah. But that is not God's responsibility. Yeah. He teaches us how to be diligent and how to get through that. And even in those moments, we still should experience joy. Right. A byproduct of joy is happiness. But it doesn't, you know, he's not responsible for that. Right. And
0: contentment. Right you know oh go ahead i was gonna say yeah and to denise's point contentment which also is like no matter what state you're in you're still in a space of expectation for god to move you out of whatever you're in to where you believe that he's shown you in his word that you're supposed to be going Right. right so the contentment means that it's like I can be happy even though the circumstances aren't the best because I'm content.
2: Right. I am
0: grateful. I am thankful for what I currently have. Therefore, I can be happy even though I'm not in a happy situation. Right. Right.
1: I think for me when I when I read that it was like, well, isn't happiness joy? Mm-mm.
0: No. Okay. No. Why do you? Okay. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so joy is a fruit of the spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I've been studying out. Is And we we were talking about it in a Bible study back in June about just like this delineation between like knowledge and how knowledge in your spirit are sometimes very separate. Mm-hmm. So it's like knowledge is based on things that you were taught, experiences that you have had, um, all of the things from your past that your mind and your body remember so that they can make a decision the next time you encounter something like that. Whereas the Holy Spirit... Um, the word of God says it comes to lead and us into all truth and show us things which are to come. Like mm-hmm. that is what the Holy Spirit does. And so joy being a fruit of, um, that Holy Spirit, which shows us things which are to come means that joy is based on what you know inside of your spirit. It's right. what your spirit knows. And so joy is like, I can have joy because I know what the word says, mm-hmm. because I know what the Holy Spirit is telling me. And that I'm moving away from this situation eventually. So joy is rooted in knowing the word of God and knowing the promises of Mm -hmm. God. That in spite of my circumstances, Mm -hmm. I know in my Mm -hmm. spirit that this isn't the end for me. Yeah. So that's why it's like you can be in the the hospital and you can be sick and still have joy because you know that this isn't your end because the word says that you're healed. Right. So I think happiness is based on your circumstances, but joy is based on what you know in your spirit. Mm
2: -hmm. That's good. I wanted to like clap and just yes,
1: because that's that's it. So I mean I did I looked up the Webster. <laughs> the Webster. The Webster. The and, Webster. And Webster What did Web say? Webb said that Joy that happiness is good fortune. It is pleasure, contentment, um, semicolon, joy. Hmm. That's what it said in Webster. Then I looked up Joy.
2: Web don't know. <laughs> who created, created the, the web, web. Right. who created the world why wait
1: that, that,
2: that's um, why I, I wasn't gonna get into that you know who created web they've been manipulating everything uh-oh
1: and so then i looked <laughs> up joy just to, you know see and so it says joy is a source or cause of keen pleasure or delight something or someone greatly valued or appreciated and i think for me what stood out the most between the two definitions was that when it said joy, it said it is greatly valued
3: Mm.
1: um, or appreciated, which to me, it kind of goes hand hand in hand with priority. Things that are greatly valued, you prioritize it. Right. So, um, which then made me, yeah, I'm taking y'all into account of how I do Bible study, which then made me question, well, does God prioritize our joy? You said he does not prioritize our happiness, But does he prioritize our joy?
0: And I think he does. You think he does? I mean, so I know we read Webster. So I went and I looked in the word and in Galatians 5 and 22, it says the spirit produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness in that space where it's a fruit of the spirit. Right. Because happiness isn't a fruit of the spirit. It's not something that the spirit is giving to you. And so I think happiness, like we said, is based on the world's conditions. But joy is based on the Holy Spirit. So I think that God does prioritize you having joy because even in the world, it talks about how joy is what can keep you, keep you. how joy is what combats that space of hope being deferred and getting you to a space where you stand and believe so. I don't know. I would think it, he does prioritize it simply become because
3: we're allowed to produce it. Or the source of the joy, to Sade's point, is coming from the Holy Spirit. I don't think that there it will ever be a time where that's just a constant state that we're in. I think that we're given so many fruit of the Spirit because they're a different season. And each season It's a priority that you focus on this particular thing. Right. And they're interchangeable, depending on what it is that we're going through. But I don't know. Necess- I, I don't know. I want to go. I don't want to go back. I do think he prioritizes it. And that it is something that he is fulfilled that we get to experience and that it's necessary for us to
1: experience or else I don't think he would give it to us. Yeah, I, I, it made me sit back for a little while and um, it made me ask myself um, what brings me joy, you know, and that was a, like it wasn't a hard. It's, it's so weird because it wasn't hard, but it was hard. It was a it was not what a hard mean? it's not a hard question to answer, mm-hmm. but it's a hard question to answer.
0: What and do you mean? I'm, I'm gonna explain. <laughs> 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 We're like, what because
1: I feel like there are so many things that brings me joy. Good health brings me joy. Good wealth brings me joy. Um, my relationship with Christ brings me joy. But I feel like there's I feel like I'm still just tapping surface. Like mm-hmm. I'm not digging deep on really what brings me joy. Um, which I feel like sometimes can be, when I was reflecting on just Lauren's life, I feel like sometimes that is the hindrance, right? Mm-hmm. Because you cannot identify it. You can't put a name behind it. So if you're seeking for joy, but yet you cannot identify what joy is, mm-hmm. then what are you seeking for? You see what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, I literally... um I had started watching a video while I was sitting in my bed doing this Bible study. And this person was talking about how they saw this quote from Steve Harvey. And it says, it challenged you to get a sheet of paper out and identify 300 things hmm. that you want to acquire in life. Okay. And I did it and I got to 15. And I was like, I was Dang. shocked. I was shocked because I thought I knew. Mm-hmm. I thought I knew what I wanted. I thought I knew that like, uh, yeah, like this, this is what I want to acquire. And 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 he said it's anything. He said, from material things, from um, you know, things that people cannot see. So like psychological things. Um, and so what I what I started to do was from the 15 things that I had, I was like, can I break this down further? Is there like
0: like Is there sub, uh, yeah, categories. like are there
1: subcategories. And I feel like those in life, those are the most important things. I feel like a lot of times we generalize things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, society teaches us to generalize things because if you're having general conversations with people, you're not telling them, hey, I want this, 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 <laughs> this, this, this in stupid detail. Right. 'Cause then people gonna lift one eyebrow up and be like, What's wrong with you? You know? But it's a disservice, I feel like, sometimes because even when you're praying to God or when you're seeking for things in life, you have you have conditioned your mind so much to be so general mm. in your thought process that when a simple task of naming three hundred things that bring you joy, I can only stop at fifteen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, like this particular Bible study, it helped me like identify two things. Number one, it did help me realize that God is concerned about or he does prioritize my joy. I do believe that he does prioritize my joy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also made me understand that um, in life. I have to be a lot more specific Mm -hmm. in what it is that I'm asking God for. That's good. Mm -hmm. And so that's why um, I'm going through this thing right now where I'm making a, I'm going to call it a big girl decision. And I was telling my mom, I was like, you know, I'm seeing everything that's out there that I could potentially um, get. But it is not what I'm seeing. It's not what I I saw in my vision for what it is that I It's not what you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I said, God spirit. would not God would not give me, this is what you're going to see in this space. Right. This is what you're going to see in that space for me not to get it. Right.
3: He doesn't tease us like that. Right. Yeah.
1: And so my profession is, Um. I'm going to go ahead and say, I don't care. I'm I, I'm looking to purchase a home. Right. And so Um. because I am an architect, my mama challenged me. She said, draw your house. Mm. And so I drew it. But the issue was, I was so... I guess I was so, um, at by that time that I drew my house, I was so generalized in thought. Mm-hmm. I drew the same thing that they drew, um, as far as plans. <laughs> like my plan did not even reflect what it was that I know that God had showed me. Wow! Mm. And I showed my mom. I was like, "Yeah, this is what I drew," and she was like, "Baby, you ain't dreaming big." Mm. She's like, "You are not even dreaming big," she said, because what I'm seeing here. She was like, that's seen... normal. Right. Yeah. Right. She was like, you need to go back and do hey, that. And You over... ain't normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. For
2: real.
1: But she was like, you need to go back and do that again. Mm-hmm. And but it, it to me, it was like a full circle because it's like. Lauren, I feel like there's a lot of things that I I want to get better at. And one of those things is being specific in what it is that my heart desires for Christ to bring Mm. concerning all things, Mm -hmm. not just uh, when it comes to relationship or when it comes to a home or when it comes to, it's like in all things, Mm -hmm. it's like, God, when I go to work today, I want for one lane of traffic to be clear.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Super specific. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've been experiencing those types of moments, but it's like getting to the space where You have the freedom to believe for it to even be like that. I put in my stories last week about, I think it was like Free Donut Day or Mm -hmm. Donut,
3: National Donut Day or something. something.
0: And went to Dunkin'. They're supposed to give out like a donut for free. I ended up getting a dozen donuts for Mm -hmm. free. Um, Or something as simple as I had a hair appointment, but the hair appointment was too late in the day. And I was like, God, I'm really asking for favor where this is concerned. You know, I really need to make sure that I'm able to do X, Y, and Z with my time. Ended up being able to go earlier to the appointment. Mm -hmm. And then because I had been praying for favor about the appointment, appointment ended up being free.
3: Wow.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's like, I was just praying for favor. Right. You know what Boy, I mean? I need to be more specific. No, literally. Seriously. It's like literally. I was praying for favor about time. And God is like, I'm going to give you favor just overall mm-hmm. with That's this space. It. And it's just like, and it's like, because that comes from a space of spirit to spirit, I feel like that brings me joy. Like seeing God operate as God in my life. Mm brings me joy that contentment and that no matter what's going on god is above all of that and right. i can rely on him yeah. so
3: you this is refreshing i needed this because it yeah. realized i realized that like you know the standard that i hold to, uh, to god or i know that he's able to do like i'm, I'm really don't even ask for the bare minimum you know, and it's, it's it's it's. I don't know if it's because I don't want to be the person like that ask for too much, or we, is or it we too don't big? know what to ask for, right? That. Yeah, is it too, like what is it? I, that too, like I don't even know what to begin to you know to seek you for to really. You know, challenge myself, but I have been um, similar to Charday, asking for a favor. Just in certain, this, when when it comes to my finances, I realized that I was just very frivolous, and I just if I see it, I want it, I get it. You know, and that's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's not okay. And I need to be a good steward over my finances. So recently, the past maybe two months or so, I've been doing this like cash budget type of thing where I have cash, not a lot on me, but if it's not in there, if I can't get it, then I don't spend it.
1: Yeah. And
3: I can't do certain things. So even last week, it was like, oh, I have my food budget or my out to eat budget is completely, you know, that's no longer there. But I was like, Lord, I really want this sandwich from Panera. I want to try this. And I pulled up and I gave them my number. They're like, oh, you have a free sandwich. You know, but it's like including him in those little things and him taking delight in, like, he, that's our dad. Like, he yeah. wants you to be like, Can I, will you, can you, how can you? You know, that type of thing. Yeah. Like, I clearly got to expand my faith. Y'all have just, like, refreshed me so much to, yeah. Oh, man.
0: Be
1: specific.
3: Uh, no, really. That
2: too.
3: I'm really
1: about to be specific. But you know what? It brings me back to the scripture. Um, and I, Like I said, I'm taking y'all literally down the spiral of Lauren thoughts in Bible study. But when I was studying the word, it made me think about the scripture that said people perish because of the lack Lack of knowledge. knowledge, Right. And when we think that when we usually say that a lot of times it's in relation to the fact of, um, you know, because we don't know the scriptures and we perish. And Mm -hmm. that's true. It is true. But even when it comes to your level of faith. If you are not knowledgeable about what you are even asking God for, right. that can too put you in a position where you you can perish from it, right? You know, or and and God is so gracious and He's so faithful that He still gives it to you anyway. Yeah. But I told God, I asked God, I said, God, increase my capacity of imagination. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that's one of the most beautiful things about Disney World. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to use that for for example. When I walked throughout Disney, I'm like, somebody thought about this. Right. Like somebody thought even down to the bare details. Like I saw something, I read something the other day that says all the light poles in Disney world are painted green. And, um, reason being is, is if you ever take a picture or if they ever do a cinematography video in Disney, it automatically camouflages the light poles or it camouflages the, um, like if they have equipment, like, um like a speaker because you know if you're walking through disney you're hearing the surround mm-hmm. sound all of that stuff is painted green wow. so that it becomes a part of the background mm-hmm. and not a part of the foreground mm-hmm. and i said it to myself the experience right i said but somebody had to think about that yeah. right somebody right. had to imagine what happens down when i say the bare minimum whoever thought about disney world had to get to a place and say well, what happens when people take pictures in my space mm-hmm. what does that look like yeah I was like they were so specific in their thought they even thought they even thought about um the photography of the place something that you don't even have control of you even thinking about how others will control the thing that you have designed right yeah and so that's why I'm like okay god like I need to I need even me being a designer increase my level of imagination yeah, yeah. let me think of stupid ridiculous things like y'all can say whatever y'all want to say about Kanye West but when I think about some of the things Kanye West has done yeah, as far sure. as imagination, for sure. It yeah. It is kind of out of the box. Mm-hmm. And I think God honors that. Because it's it's almost like a thing where I've heard my pastor say it before, where you test, you test, you test your faith. You mm-hmm. test yeah. the level of faith that God has literally given you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and so I don't know. It's just let me go back to this joy child. But I just feel like <laughs> I feel like when he said when I um, read about the that God does not prioritize your happiness. I was just like at first that made me bummed, bummed out. But then when I realized I was like, no, my happiness comes from the joy that God is giving mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, ultimately. Yep. And he prioritizes your
2: the joy. happiness is pro- optional and it's contingent on you. Yeah. yeah. Not, but not joy
0: him. is contingent yeah. on him. Yeah. In your spirit. So we're going to dive deeper into Lauren's uh, <laughs> Bible study right after this break we'll be right back
2: Saved Girl Secrets is brought to you in part by The Hair Razor Hair and Skin Oil visit www.thehairrazor.com for more info
3: Hi sisters
2: this is Denisa
3: coming in with your motivational quote for the week And this quote actually comes from our good sis, Tabitha Brown. Like, so like that, because that's your business. (laughs) Uh, And the quote says, It's hard to hear God's voice when you've already decided what you want him to say. And this week, we really want to challenge you to quiet the noise. To seek God and have an experience like none before, and not already putting your mind what He's going to say. Allow Him to blow your mind. Put in your requests out there. Allow Him to show up and expand what you've already requested. So you've got this. Have a great week. All right, ladies, we are back.
2: Tagging back, tagging you back in, Lauren. All right, all Pastor right. Lauren, she's hitting <laughs> us with the word today. Yes.
1: Um. So I thought it would be good for us to discuss how, you know, we can amplify our faith um, just in our daily lives. And um, what does that look like for each one of us? Um, like I shared with you all earlier that I'm in a place right now where I'm I, I thought my faith was at a level, but I, I mean, it definitely can increase and um Really, kind of test God to see, hey God, can you? I mean, you say you do. Let me show, let me let me see if you could do it. All right, mm-hmm. Let me see. Um, so I wanted, to, you know, ask you ladies, like, what what is your disposition anytime you are amplifying your faith, or what does that look like for you
0: all? Hmm. Right, everybody's like, hmm.
2: hmm. It's so many different things. Like, I feel like me personally this morning. Um, Like, not to go into, like, a whole lot, but I felt, like, I... The past few weeks for me, and even, like, family-wise, has been a bit challenging. And not, like, us, like, arguing or challenging. It's just been, like, certain distractions trying to come in, Mm. you know, and, like, trying to waver your faith in a way. Yeah. So... This morning I woke up and it was just like, I wasn't sad or anything. I was just like, all right, Lord, I need to hear your voice on some things. Mm-hmm. Or I need to, I don't know, I just, because it, it, I don't know what it is, like, I'll put it this way. Like, what has been feeling like, it's it's it been feeling like an attack with, like, me personally. Mm. Um, y'all know I talked about postpartum three years ago yeah. when it came to Haven. So then now three years now with Nova, I feel like it's been certain attacks trying to resurface. resurface, mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, yeah. like we're not doing that. So he where he was last successful. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So with me, I guess th- some ways that will, you know, I guess increase my faith or help me push through is like it's a specific artist fred hammond okay so i was in the car this morning and i put on um i think it's purpose by design or whatever i forgot the name of the album and literally listened to that like it's because now i live a little bit further from where we record Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i had like a you know a nice little 30 minute ride and i was just literally singing praising god and music ministers to me Sometimes, like, if it's not necessarily me opening up my Bible or me, or if I don't have the words to say, I'm like, I'll just put on some worship music. And that is what, like, like I said, I wasn't sad when I woke up this morning, but I yeah. was just like, Lord, I just want to be in your presence. Right. You know, I have some time to myself. Um, I just want to be in your presence and I want to set my day and around make you. around you. Yeah. Be specific, be intentional intentional about setting my day around you, so mm. yeah. anybody else want to share what they do to amplify their
3: faith it's interesting, I feel like in this particular season, I feel like I used to be bold and be like I have faith and I'm believing for this, 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 and this, but I think in this season, because he's showing me things that are so much bigger than myself or that you know legit um cause me to come out of myself more or just whatever the case may be, I'm having like a little timid like. Not that I don't want to have faith for it. I don't know how I'm gonna sustain it. And I know I'm not going to. I know he's going to. So it's almost like we're not even gonna believe. Don't even have faith for that. I ain't really trying to go there anyway. So let's not. But in this particular season, God will like bless me in such a way that it it encourages me to have faith for things I wouldn't have ever asked for. Uh, recently, I was moved from one location um, at my job to another location, and I, I didn't ask for it. Was all favor, you know. It's just uh, I didn't realize how busy and how much I was working at my other location that I did. I don't have time to do the things that He's told me to do. Yeah. And even when I thought I had time to do it, He was like, "Your mind is so cluttered, and you have so much going on
2: hmm.
3: because you are working." And it's no fault to, you know, you, but because you're doing this, you know, you can't focus on what I'm telling you to do. So where I was looking at it like, man, I'm going to be bored. I'm going to be doing. He's like, no, 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 no. You're going to be able to do what I'm asking and requiring you to do. So because of that transition, it's like, okay, now I have the faith to really believe that where you're calling me to, Mm -hmm. I can show up fully as myself. I can show up and be completely who I am. Just a little thing. So I don't really know how to answer that question. Yeah. I know that it is. It it's looks different in each season. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't look how I thought it looked. If you would have asked me five years ago, I would
1: still be talking. and wouldn't it's, be able to shut up. It's not a but, formula. Right. I mean, yeah. That's the
2: thing. Like, it's not yeah, a I, formula.
1: Yeah. It, I didn't look at it as such. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just, I thought it. It's a process. Yeah, that's the better word. <laughs> yeah, it's a process because it's like, first of all, you got to build yourself up. Like, girl, you could do this, right? You yeah, could do this. Oh my god, girl, you well, doing a good job. You doing a good job. I love girl, you, you a good job. You
0: a good <laughs> That is real. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> I yep. just I'm gonna write something down because I just realized something. That's like as you were talking
1: Denisa so something came to me too. Um and it and it's uh the Lord spoke to my heart because like I said with me going through this housing proce- process it's been guys yeah, it has been a a roller coaster. Amen. Hallelujah. A lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and it's and yeah. So um as you were talking God laid this on my heart. Um, he said Saying no to what is safe is saying yes to what is spectacular.
3: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. I love that.
3: Right. I'm right. (laughs) Right (laughs) That's good. Yeah. (laughs) Write that down.
1: Wow. Yeah. So, as you were talking, I was like, okay, God, thank you. Because I feel like, I don't know why I'm getting emotional. I'm emotional over here, too. I don't know. I don't know why. But there's a part of me that was just like, why am I, I hate that I am always the one that cries (laughs) I am always the cry baby on the podcast but I feel like you know in this journey that I've been going through I've had to say a lot of no's and and it's it's frustrating because it's like, God, I know it exists. Right. I know what it is that you have shown me exists. Yeah. And it's not just that. It's not concerning just the home. I'm gonna be real. It's concerning relationships. Mm, right. It's a lot of relationships I've had to say no. Mm. It's, it's, it's concerning, Ooh. um, like positions like as far as like career um it's it's concerning friendships it's it's like I've been in a process where I've had to say no a lot to a lot of things and it's like I want to say yes but I know this is not God's what God first of all has shown me and I know it's not God's best best for me yeah so um as you was talking I was like thank you God for the word but it's like saying no to what is safe is allowing for you to present to me or saying yes to what is spectacular. Yeah. And so I, it keeps me encouraged mm-hmm. to be like, all right, God, I thank you for what is spectacular. I thank you for, you know, what you, I thank you first of all for the vision that you showed me. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you hadn't showed me, um, the vision in the first place, I would have probably settled for yeah. what was Say yes or something Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so God, I thank you for the vision, but it's like, I have to, I'm, Uh, I guess I'm putting on my big girl panties because it's like I have them really seriously they big big. (laughs) y'all but it's like I'm really in a position where I'm having to encourage myself almost like daily daily. Mm -hmm. like forcing myself to be like right, God like all right, I try, I still trust you. I still trust you. Mm-hmm. And like, um, my mom brought back to my attention to the, when the word says he will not put more on you than what you're capable of bearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, God, I thank you that I'm, first of all, that I'm able to bear this mm-hmm. and I'm just going to continue with the posture of, you will not put more on me than what I'm able to bear. So I'm just going to stay in that and I trust you and I'm just going to keep keep going forward cuz i can't i can't go back yeah so that's how in other words that's how lauren amplifies her faith it is literally me talk literally me talking to myself almost to a, on a, like a daily basis and even throughout the day yeah, yeah. yeah. like girl okay you said you doing it, you daughter, <laughs> it yeah. yeah and if you got to cry it out cry it that's out okay. if you if you got to like shout it out my mom does this thing and we used to laugh at it when i was young but the older I get, I find myself doing it too. I'm going to step away from the mic because it'd be that loud. But she will, if she get flustered, she'd be like... Ah!
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
3: just
1: <she's> like <laughs> scream it out yeah. and i yeah. can't tell y'all how many I times like, i've done that i've done that too, too. Yeah. yes and she used to do it all the time we he was a kid and i was just like mama mama come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but i guess i'm that way too because i am finding myself just releasing it you know mm-hmm. yeah so i just say release it but make sure you continue to encourage yourself that you can do it and remind yourself of what the word says about you. Like I said, Um, and I'm going to leave y'all with a scripture. You know what she, what, how
0: she amplifies her faith, but I'm going to leave you out with scripture as well. Um, Ooh, why am I emotional? I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to (laughs) cry. Go ahead and do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm about to be real transparent. So I feel like in this season of my life, Amplifying my faith or building my faith looks like believing for myself what I believed for for other people. Mm. That's good. Um, good. And this is a testimony, just being super transparent, that was marked by this podcast, which is very interesting. The week before we launched our podcast, I was diagnosed with a hereditary disease that my dad Mm. fought with, that his siblings fought with, and I spent... A decade praying and believing God to heal my father like confessions and scriptures and prayers and you name it in the word. I did it for my dad and watched him, you know, walk out of that thing and be in a certain space. And so for me to be diagnosed with the same thing really took me out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I say it took me out because. At a certain period of time, I didn't want to do nothing God asked me to do.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) I got to laugh because I don't want to cry. But it's like in this season, it's almost like God is calling me to have faith for myself. Mm -hmm. The way that I had faith for him, Mm -hmm. the way that I had faith for my aunts Mm -hmm. and my uncles and the question that he's been asking lately is, can you still do what I told you to do, even though you're believing in a space that you didn't think you would have to believe in? So it's like, can you still continue to do Bible study? Can you continue to show up and serve, and still be angry about the fact that it's like, dang, God, like I have to have faith for healing that I, I watched you do for other people Never in my mind contemplating that I would have to have faith and believe for myself. And I think that it is the hardest thing that has amplified my faith. Like, in life, for me. And I think, I look at you, Lauren, and I think about you purchasing your house and, and believing God for that. And it's like... I feel like for me in my life, a lot of those things, when I stood in faith and believed in them, it didn't feel like it was really working a muscle because it was like, oh, I asked for it. And it's like, I I stood in faith and I believed it and it just showed up. You know, you know, I asked for God in terms of things in my career. I believed for it. It showed up. I asked for God to show up, you know, in friendships and relationships and marriage and all of those things. And it showed up. And it's like, but this thing is a thing where it's like, I, I, I saw myself in other people standing in faith and believing, and it wasn't a quick work. Mm-hmm. It was something that took a decade, mm-hmm. you know, in most of those spaces. And so it's just like, it's amplifying me because I know that that's something that when I believe God for, for somebody else, yeah. it didn't happen quickly. Yeah, Like yeah. things have happened quickly when I believe. Yeah. And so it's like, it's causing me to really build that muscle of, can you believe Can you believe when science says one thing, when doctors say something, when what you've seen in your past says something, can you stand in faith and honestly be happy or have joy and continue to move forward? And being honest, guys, for a long time, I could not. It's the reason why I wasn't teaching Bible study for a little while. Because it was like, I'm not fitting to get on the phone and talk to y'all about, about God and it's like I still love God I still believe I believe he died for me I believe you know he sent Jesus and he saved me and my sins and all those things but I'm angry Mm -hmm. and I think until I got out of that space and the thing that moved me out of it and kept me um, got me back on that path was gratefulness Mm -hmm. That's good. and I think we talked about it a bit in the beginning of the episode gratefulness and contentment but just gratefulness and reminding myself of who God is and reminding myself that if God can do all the things that He's already done, and this is a small thing to yeah. God, and that is just building my faith. So,
1: you know, that's crazy. That that keeps that's be- first of all that's beautiful. Yeah,
2: thank you for your transition. <laughs> yeah,
1: thank you. I, I really do. I really she, do.
2: She, she threw me because I didn't. She know threw she, all of it. I didn't I know. know I there. didn't know that because there there are things that y'all don't know, guys, right. that yeah. we know personally about each other and whatnot and thank you yeah Yeah. and i mean i know i know that was hard yeah Yeah.
0: we've talked about it off mic and i remember even just having a conversation where it's like you know we talked about doing healing episodes or whatever and i was like i don't want to talk about that right and i think the reason why i was like i don't want to talk about it is because i wasn't in a space where i was standing in Mm -hmm. faith because i was just so angry yeah and i think i've just even in covid Brought on added anxiety to that, yeah just because all of the stipulations around like oh pre-existing conditions and all of that stuff, and it was just like, so you going you going you going allow me to be diagnosed with something, and then months later,
2: COVID hits.
0: COVID hits.
2: Literally months later,
0: bringing on additional anxiety. Right. But, you know what I mean? And so it's like, I've just turned that corner where it's like, no, nah, I believe. Right. I believe for me the same way I believe for somebody else. And it's crazy because it's like, you can, you can pray for other people and believe for other people yeah. all day. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to you, it's almost like it puts you in a different bucket because it's like, no, wait a minute now, God. You know, I could pray for somebody else to get, right. you know, a house or to have a man or whatever, <laughs> but... now I got to pray for myself and it's just it's a different level of do I really believe Mm -hmm. so
1: it I'm I'm glad that you it was two things that you said that really like stood out to me was that when you said gratefulness and then you say you you um you appreciate the fact that the Lord still graces you with um I guess what it is that you're believing him for, for even like the smallest things. Right. And so it brought me back to even my experience of, um, today. Like, um, when I tell you guys I'm looking for a home, literally, I don't have a home right now. I'm, I mean, I'm living with my parents, but my parents live in Jacksonville, Florida and we record in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So I literally have flown in to record. And in the process of me doing that, I had
0: rented a car, and so I. And as a testimony and stuff, I'm sorry not to cut you off, but there's like, what's it called? There's limited availability of rental cars. Oh, there really? I didn't know that. I've spoken to people, businesses, mm-hmm. like companies. I didn't know that. That are using like Turo or like little ancillary rental things because regular rental car companies will not rent cars because there's a shortage of new there's a cars shortage.
3: because of covid just like there's a shortage of lumber oh, wow. there's a shortage of, of newer everybody got models money, so they're they buying stuff right
0: they're buying
2: cars and when you rent a
3: car them. typically it's only a year or two old so now those that were used
1: as rentals need to go to the lot to be sold
2: yeah
1: wow i didn't i didn't even know that so when i tell you guys the story uh, it's even more famous. Right. right. exactly because when i showed when i i i um reserved my car, uh, probably like two weeks ago when I, when we decided that I was going to come into town or whatever. And so, um, when I came into town and I went to Hartsfield rental area, um, it, the way that that is set up, I was looking for the car rental company that yeah, was on it's my all reservation. the companies that are right. lined up. And- it wasn't in the building. So I was like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> it was not in the building. Do the
2: shuttle. So oh, I God. had to
1: do a shuttle. Didn't know I had to do a shuttle. Mm. So I called the number that was on my reservation, the shuttle. And they say, Oh, you're going to have to catch a shuttle. He's on his way. So when the shuttle pulls up, This guy, he just lifts up a clipboard. And the first thing he says that says on the clipboard is you cannot have a Georgia state license. So I'm just like, okay, I have a Georgia state license because I was a Georgia resident and have been for now a numerous of years. Mm -hmm. And so I asked him, I was like, Hey, um, right. I was like, Hey man, um, I've reserved this car and I'm a I have a Georgia's license but I don't live in Georgia and so he was like well hey we don't rent to people who have a Georgia state license and I was like Lord. well what I, I was like at this point I don't know what else and I'm I can... wondering why he says I guess he said something about they've had theft or whatever but that's so I'm like okay man I don't I was like I don't, I don't know what else at this point I can do. I was like, you know, because I've reserved this car and yeah. I kind of need this car. So I said, I'm, I'm going to get on the shuttle and hopefully I can talk to someone there that when I get there, I can get me a car. So the guy allows me to get on the shuttle the whole time we're riding to the place. I'm praying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Lord, God, please give me a car. Like, I just, I can't, I can't, you know, like I, I can't go through this process. of not having a vehicle. I need a vehicle. So we show up to the place. The guy says, can I have, of course, your card and your driver's license? I'm like, all right, here we go. Mm -hmm. I handed my driver's license. He was like, oh, we don't rent to uh, Georgia. We don't rent if you got a Georgia license. And I was just like, okay, sir. I was like, look, man. I was like, I heard what the guy told me on the shuttle. I knew that when I got on the shuttle that this was a rule. I said, but look, I am here visiting. I'm not attempting to steal your car. I was like, I'm a professional woman. I "I can show you, you know, that I am, who I say that I am. I'm not interested in, in stealing your vehicle. I said, I just need this car for this weekend and I'm out. He said, well, I'm not. He said, I can't rent you the car. I said, "Well, at this point, I gotta gotta take. I gotta find my inner mama." And I was like, "I need. To be <laughs> I need to speak to a manager. Manager, <laughs> manager. manager. <laughs> I need to speak to a manager." Spoke to. So he, the guy, gets up, goes into some room. He talks to the manager. He comes back out. He says, "The manager says no." I said, "Can I speak to the manager? I mm-hmm. need to speak. I need to speak to the manager." Sure enough, the manager comes out. I explained to him the same thing. I'm like, hey, man, I'm a professional woman. I'm not here to take your cars. I just need a car for the weekend. I'm I'm here, you know, just on a business trip. I said, I'm technically, I said, I've lived here in Georgia, but I'm not living here in Georgia again. And so he asked me all this information. I was like, sir, I don't have that. And he was like, I need a, a, a rental agreement or a utility bill. I was like, sir, I don't have that. I was like I'm living with my parents I don't have it I just don't have it and so um, he was like well I need to see a returning flight
3: yeah a return flight yeah. then, Lord, I said return flight.
1: okay I can show you that and because I showed him my returning flight he was like alright rent her the car and so, the amazing thing about it, by this time, the other guy looking at him crazy, like, you really finna rent right. me? Right. You know, like, because <laughs> y'all know our policy. Right. We say but, no to everybody right. else. He rented me the car. And then the guy, he was like, are you an Islander? I was like, well, I have, you know, my family's from the Bahamas. He's like, oh, okay, okay. So, he gets up. He goes in the back. He grabs the SUV key. I didn't reserve an SUV. Mm. He says, you know what? I'm going to give you a, a larger vehicle. Now, behind me was his family they got a baby, an infant, car seat. They asked for I guess the guy saw that I got a bigger SUV. he was like, Hey, can I get a bigger car? He was like, No, you're gonna get that kid right there. <laughs> Favor ain't fair. Right. It's really not. But and so that was a part of me, was like, Well, should I give them a car that I no, know, no, right? And the Lord was like, No, I gave you that car. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, Okay. Cool. I tell my husband
2: all the time, do not inconvenience yourself to convenience other, other people. Other yep. So. Yep. Especially yeah. when God got did it for you and that's yeah. your favor right yeah.
1: that's you know. true they have their
2: own favor right, right. they'll be good yeah. you're right
1: about it but yeah. i mean I, I tell that i tell that story to to the to the fact of like when you pray and you ask god for favor he literally does more extra, yeah yeah the extra but and and i also i also mentioned that story too because it reminded me i said god if you are so faithful enough to give me a car that that I'm not supposed to get because it's against policy and to give me the type of card that you got, gave me with the SUV. I know you're bringing this house. Right.
0: I know you're going to do that. Right.
1: I know. And so I love that you mentioned that because it's like, God has the subtle way of reminding you that he is still very present. Yeah. yeah. That he is still involved in your life. Yep.
0: Go ahead. I was going to say, you just reminded me of one, one additional thing I want to add to the testimony that I gave and then we can wrap it up cuz I know we yeah, get yeah, long. Yeah, we get long. Um not too long ago, I want to say the weekend of my wedding actually. And I think this was one of the things where God winked at me and it helped me turn the corner. Um, he winked? He winked at me. Oh, nice. Um <laughs> the weekend of my wedding, I had an uncle who was supposed to come up. So my dad is the one who has the disease that I was referring to and five of his siblings had it. Right. At this point, all of them have had um, kidney kidney transplants and, you know, all of them were on dialysis for between like four or five to my dad, almost 10 years. Um, my, My initial inclination when like everything went down with me was. You know, I've seen people on It's like I don't ever you wanna know wanna that, experience yeah. that. Right. And what I kept hearing people say was, oh no, it's impossible. Like that's not possible. And da 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 da. And in this process, you definitely going do da da da. And it was just like, no, God, like right. I don't receive that. Mm-hmm. And so the weekend of my wedding, my uncle Kenny, he was one of the last, one of my dad's siblings, to find out that he had kidney disease, polycystic kidney disease. Um, and he found out in his fifties, which is, mm-hmm. which is very late. Most people find out in their thirties and the weekend of my wedding, he couldn't come because that was the, the yeah, that week was... after. No, oh. he had found out. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh my God. And a part of me was like, oh my God, like somebody else got like, this is just crazy. This is a mess, you know, or whatever. And so, three weeks ago, I got a call from my dad. He said, "You need to call your uncle. You need to call your uncle." And I'm, and in my mind, I'm first thinking, like, "Oh my god, Something what happened. that happened?" Mm-hmm. He said, "No, he got a transplant." Wow. I was like, "What?" Wow. And he said, "Yeah, he got a transplant." And so, I called my uncle, and he said, "Yeah," he said, "Um, you know, my doctor did X, Y, and Z, and yeah, I just got a transplant." He's like, "I feel great," or whatever. And I said, "So wait," I said, "You never, you didn't never have to." get a port or do dialysis he was like nah he was like i never went on dialysis and it was the first time mm. that i had ever heard that right because in my mind it was impossible mm. and i felt like it was god winking at me saying like i got you yeah
1: he does that
0: i got you regardless if, if we're gonna go that route if i'm just gonna supernaturally heal you we could go that route too right but either way like the thing that you're fearing is something that you don't have to worry about right i got you yeah. so i mean to lauren's point it's just like god has a way of reminding you like don't even spiral yourself into worrying about something that doesn't have to be worried about. Like, have favor for what it is you are believing for. Yeah. You know, the desire that I've placed inside of you. And let the expectation be that I'm going above and beyond that. Right.
1: So. I want to leave, before we wrap up, I want to leave you all with a scripture. Um, and this scripture blessed me tremendously. It's coming out of Isaiah. And I'm not going to have, try, I'm not. going to try not to have my anchor voice. <laughs> But it comes out of Isaiah 58 um, and it starts at verse 9 through 12. I'm going to skip the beginning portion of it because the way the Bible app does it don't really show you which verse you're reading. So but I'm going to read you the the portion that really, really uh, preached to me. Mm -hmm. And it says, um, your lives, your lives will begin to glow in the darkness. Your shadowed lives will be bathed in sunlight. I will always show you where to go. I'll give you a full life in the emptiest of places, firm muscles, strong bones. You'll be like a well-watered garden, a gurgling spring that never runs dry. You'll use the old rumble of past lives to build anew, rebuild the foundations from out of your past. You'll be known as those who can fix anything, Mm. restore Mm. old ruins, Mm. rebuild and renovate, make the community livable again.
0: And That's awesome.
1: Guys, when I tell y'all I read that just like in my Bible study, I was like, God, thank you. So I mean, I'm saying all that to say like God has truly been ministering to me. And that has literally been encouraging me and encouraging my faith. And I pray that, you know, if you are in a position where you need your faith amplified, um, just draw nigh to God. Um, don't get so frustrated that you um you forget.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Who God is and who and who he has been in your life. Mm-hmm. I love what Sade say. Remain in a space of gratitude and, and remind God of the blessings that He's giving you. Mm-hmm. Remind God of the promises that He's given you. Um and God is gonna bring that thing full circle. Yeah. And I'm not just saying it, I'm I'm legit, y'all. When I say I'm legit walking through it, yeah. the house is just one thing. It's a lot of things Lauren right now you is walking through, yeah. Walking yeah. through yeah. it. all walking through it. Legit. All walking of us do Walking through it. Which brings me to another point. Encourage yourself around some people that when you say, hey, I need y'all to pray for me, mm-hmm. you feel the prayers. Yeah. You don't feel their prayers,
0: they probably ain't say nothing. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. So. Amen.
0: Well, we pray that there was something that was said on this episode that blessed you. I think we all was very, 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 very yeah. transparent. So I hope that that helped. Um, if you are dealing with something that's causing you to question if if God prioritizes your happiness or if you just want to dive deeper into the space of joy and standing in your faith, feel free to send us a secret letter to SaveGirlSecrets at gmail.com. Be sure you're following us on all social media platforms at SaveGirlSecrets on Facebook and on Instagram at savegirlsecret on Twitter to connect with the Save Girl Secrets Secret Sisterhood community. Click the link in our bio on Instagram and fill out the form there. We love you. Good God bless you. Love and peace,
1: guys. Bye. Bye.